0: everybody, this is Pastor Chad. Welcome to The Way R122 Ministry Live, The Way Radio Live. Today is Sunday, June twenty sixth, two 2022. And the title of the message today, the sermon is The Peace of God. So let's pray and we will get right into the message. Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you again that we're able to uh, gather uh, brothers and sisters from different parts of the world uh, and use this amazing technology uh, to share the word, to hear the word, to share the gospel, to hear the gospel. Uh, Lord, and I just ask that every person uh, that hears this message, uh, whether it's through the live feed, the video, or the podcast, would be blessed by it, that you would strengthen them through it, and that your name would be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so the peace Of God. And this sermon is based on the outlines of two sermons on Philippians 4 7 by Charles Spurgeon. Um, If you've listened to me for any amount of time, I believe I've preached on Philippians 4 6 through 7 at least three times over the last five or 10 years, probably more. And I refer to it constantly. It's just one of my favorite portions of scripture. But in light of recent events and the growing issues, uh, the unease and the tension here in America and around the world, it seems that the Lord led me to this outline of Spurgeon's sermon addressing the comforting topic of the peace of God. So it's something I wanted to share with you guys today. First of all, let's preface with Spurgeon's comment on Philippians 4, 6 through 7 uh, from the uh, CSB Spurgeon Study Bible. And that translation of Philippians 4, 6 through 7 reads, Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Spurgeon comments on this by saying, Oh, that God might teach us how to avoid the evil that is here forbidden and to live with that holy carelessness which is the very beauty of the christian life when all our care is cast on god and we can joy and rejoice in his providential care of us he says avoid the evil that is here forgiven that is here forbidden worry and anxiety are forbidden for believers All through the scriptures we read of God commanding, fear not, and yet it seems many believers struggle with fear, anxiety, and worry, especially during the times in which we live. But the phrase that I really loved here was holy carelessness. Spurgeon was blessed to have a way with words, but this two-word phrase has to be one of his best, holy carelessness. I once heard in a psychology class that an emotionally strong and psychologically sound individual, when when experiencing the loss of a loved one, may often appear to the world as uncaring or aloof, as if the loss had little or no effect on them. The loss may very well have had a tremendous effect on them, but their balanced emotional state and healthy psychological condition enabled them to accept process, and move through the loss without it crippling them mentally or emotionally. I believe this is amplified tremendously in a Christian believer who is strong in their faith, deep in their belief, sharpen their wisdom and knowledge of the word and the ways of God. Turn on another light so I can read my notes more clearly here. Again, I believe this is amplified tremendously in a Christian believer who is strong in their faith, deep in their belief, sharpen their wisdom and knowledge of the word and the ways of God. Because we are in Christ, children of God, believing in and living faithfully for the hope of our eternal reward, victorious over death in Christ and cared for by our Father, we truly have nothing to fear. Philippians 4, 7 again says, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The peace of God, which is beyond human capacity to understand, will keep our hearts and minds. Now ask yourself this question, what happens if we lose our hearts? It seems to lose heart is to lose the core of who we are, the center of our love and affections, the attractions, the attraction of our desire, all that we live for, pretty much the epitome of depression. What happens if we lose our minds? To lose one's mind is to fall into insanity, to exist in a state of mindlessness without reason, intellect, logic, or cognitive thought. Notice that if Paul had written here that the peace of God through Jesus Christ will keep only our hearts, we would have understood the loving, emotional, affectionate aspect of what he was saying, which in, in, which in itself is profound. But he makes the point that our minds are also kept by the peace of God through Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ, we are completely kept and cared for. In and through him, we abide in the peace of God, which surpasses All understanding. This is one of the reasons unbelievers cannot understand the Christian faith. What we possess in Jesus Christ is beyond human capacity to understand. Believers understand it because in Christ we have a supernatural ability to grasp spiritual truths that unbelievers are blind to. Jesus taught in John 10 26 through 27. He said, But you do not believe because you are not among my sheep. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Only the Lord's sheep can hear his voice, understand him, and follow him. The peace of God that we have through Jesus Christ is both eternal and external. The internal peace which believers possess is the peace that God causes and maintains within us. There is no civil war in the renewed soul Of a believer. However, there is a war because the soul is at war with the enemy within its walls, but it is not a war with itself. As long as we are in Christ and in the flesh, we are living in a constant struggle between the spirit and the flesh. This is why our faith must be maintained and not taken for granted. We feed on the Word, meditate, commune, and fellowship with the Lord in order to subdue the flesh and sinful desires that still exist within us. Through obedience to the commands and precepts of God's Word, our souls find peace of mind and intellect. Because through prayerful study of the Word, we grow in our understanding of the message of the Gospel, our affections are toward the Lord, and in Him we are content and satisfied. Psalm 23.1 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Contentment, being free of want, and being satisfied with where we are and what we have is a great blessing. In Christ, we are emotionally balanced and at peace. We do not fear. This is huge, especially in today's world. Entire populations and countries are manipulated and controlled through fear-based propaganda. One of the reasons corrupt governments hate Christianity is because true, mature Christians are difficult to manipulate through fear. Being covered in the imputed righteousness of Christ, forgiven and washed in His blood, we have peace of conscience." Believers are not perfect, but we strive for holy perfection, to be conformed to the image of Christ. And by his grace, even when we slip, he is our mediator with the Father, as 1 Timothy 2.5 states. For there is one God and there is one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. Believers are also blessed with with external peace or peace with others. We strive, often with difficulty and in need of God's grace, to be at peace with all people. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus commands us. He doesn't recommend it as a guide for a happy life. Rather, he commands us to actually love our enemies. Through this command, which is impossible for human nature and only possible through the power of the Holy Spirit working in us, we come to understand humility, calmness, and holiness. Jesus tells us in Matthew 5, 43 through 45, you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your father who is in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. Believers have internal and external peace because we have the ultimate and most important peace. and that is." Peace with God. The entire message of the gospel is aimed at reconciling us sinners to our perfect and holy creator who we have rebelled against through our sin and iniquity. When we consider the perfect holiness of God and the sinful condition of humanity, peace with God becomes vitally necessary, yet beyond our reach or ability to obtain. A finite sinful creature has no way of being reconciled to an eternal, perfect, and holy creator. It is the great dilemma of mankind. But God, through his amazing love, grace, and mercy, reconciled us to himself through the perfect sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Romans 5.1 says, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. The peace we have with God is profound and perfect, assured through the perfect covenantal promise of God. Because this peace is of God, it can never be broken. If we wander from the path of path of peace and suffer as a result, it is our own fault. But the covenant, the promise in Jesus Christ still stands perfect and sound. Our eternal shelter of peace and rock of our salvation. He never falters or changes. As we are told in Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. The peace we have with God through Jesus Christ is eternal peace. Our justification and sanctification are eternal, guaranteed forever, sealed with the blood of Christ. The covenant and promises of God are eternal. When we have been reconciled to God through Jesus Christ, blessed to believe and brought to faith, trust, and repentance, we are truly secure, forever at peace with the perfect and holy creator of the universe, and nothing can ever separate us from him, his love, and his peace. We are are assured of this in Romans 8, 37 through 39, which says, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Never let anyone tell you that you can lose your salvation. Those who are truly saved are saved forever. Lastly, the peace we have with God is a heavenly peace. It is a peace beyond this world, initiated and maintained by the Lord in the heavenly realm. And while we walk through this life, the peace we have with God through Jesus Christ is a reflection of the place where our hearts reside, in the bosom of the Lord, as he prepares an eternal home for us. Charles Spurgeon said, As the babe and its mother, the lamb and the shepherd, the peace of man with his maker on earth is as great as that in heaven. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you again. Uh, for this message today. We thank you for the peace that we truly only have in you. And Lord, I just ask that especially during these times, you would bless each person who hears this message with a supernatural peace that is a blessing that comes down from you, the Father of lights, to all who are your children, who believe in you, trust in you, and follow you. And we just thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for watching today, folks. Uh, If you get a chance, I'm going to switch over to our other screen here. If you get a chance, please visit our business website, elephantwalk.net. Caring in every step reflected in the quality of our products and the efforts to combat poverty and support wildlife conservation that our sales help support. We import products from Kenya. Uh, If you go to the website elephantwalk.net and you feel you'd like to make a purchase, just type The Way, all lowercase, no spaces at checkout, and you will receive a 10% discount. You can find us on the web for the ministry at thewayr122.org. You can subscribe to the podcast at christianpodcastcommunity.org. Just search for The Way Radio in the search field. Um, this, the podcast, every sermon is released on the podcast usually the following week. Sometimes I get extremely busy and I get behind a little bit, but I try to get the, each podcast episode out at least by the following Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, you can watch videos of each sermon on Rumble at The Way R. 122 And if you could, please consider supporting the ministry. Uh, The Lord has blessed us with the work we're doing in Kenya, uh, with the work that we're doing here, and he's really blessing the podcast. We're nearing, we might be over 18,000 downloads now, and uh, the podcast just continues to grow and to reach more and more people. So the Lord is really doing a tremendous work there. If you'd like to donate to the ministry, you can do so by going to The Way, the letter R122, Dot org and just uh, click on the donate page but with that being said um, i want to thank you guys for joining today and god willing we will be back here next week same time same place god bless you guys take care bye-bye